You're listening to Show Me Your Mic, a show that interviews other podcasters about their workflows, gear, and thoughts on podcasting. Your host is Chris Enns, and for episode five, he's joined by J.D. Andrew and Brady Goodman of the Wave Files podcast. All right, you're listening to Show Me Your Mic, a show that interviews other podcasters about their workflows, gear, thoughts on podcasting, and whatever else may come up. And uh, my name is Chris, as you may have heard in the intro, and my guests this week, guests, plural, uh, for a change this week, are J.D. Andrew and Brady Goodman of the Wave Files Podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, if you're still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Chris. I started out extra, you know, extra professional, right. Chris. For you, we'll start. We'll start high and let's and degrade right. quickly. Right. And I have to just say, first, I think I have about uh, over the in the various shows that I've done over the years. There's I don't know 100 and some episodes, a variety of shows. Most of them just listened to by my my mom. But I'm pretty sure this is the first time I have a. If your notes are, are accurate, a Grammy winner on one of my podcasts. So I just have to acknowledge that off the bat. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So, I have won a Grammy or piece of paper that says I won a Grammy on it. So Dude, don't do that. Um, Tell the story. What no, album was it for? We got to hear some details. I worked on Kanye West, The College Dropout. See, uh, yeah. I, I worked on two songs. So hence, I don't have a statue. If You, you have to work on more than half of the record to get an actual statue. Oh, okay. I was going to ask but, you. Yeah. But I can officially put I am a Grammy award-winning recording engineer on the front of my name. God, so. that, and did you get that after you were um, married? No, no, no. Of course not. So before you were married? Yes. God, that has to be. Because so after. That's a good card after, to pull out. Because, you know, after you get married, you, you know, the career doesn't necessarily take a backseat. But, you know. <laughs> It working on things like that, you know, working on things like anything that you can find isn't quite as important. You have to pick a little more. <laughs> and how was your experience? Carefully. Chris, let me lead him just one more time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead. JD, how was your experience with Kanye? Can I would to, uh, rather, answer that? rather not answer that question. Thank so, you. Chris, I think we can assume, I'm not putting words in <laughs> JD's mouth, but you remember the Taylor Swift interaction with Kanye and how that probably wasn't the best? Uh, I think JD might. JD, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I would imagine. I would imagine. But yeah, I, I say uh, I love that album. I, I, you know, I like to uh, say I'm a Grammy Award nominee because I did work on a Rolling Stones record. Oh and yeah. So there you at go. least I, you know, there nominee. Well, I've listened to Rolling Stones and Kanye West. So, and at least <laughs> now I can put on my business card a podcast with a Grammy Award winner. Fantastic. And nominee, I'm so. glad. I'm glad to help out in that way. I think it's awesome. So that's the show. We'll, uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, good stories. Good. Just need to get a Grammy connection. And that's all I need from you. So we'll, no. Uh, and Brady, you're, uh, I, I referenced this in another podcast I did with a buddy who is, is in radio or no, was in radio story, um, as well. And I keep having radio professional radios or former professional radio guys on that's in your bio. You mentioned that you're a recovering radio personality. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. <clears throat> this is the this is what radio guys do now when we get fired. <laughs> we we because this is the only thing we can do is talk into a microphone. It's not like I could go mix anything like JD in radio. 
it's the weirdest thing. They're like, hey, kid, because when I started, somebody had to be at the radio station 24 hours a day, right? Nothing was, everything yeah. wasn't on computers. So they go, hey, kid, how about seven bucks an hour and you come spend Friday and Saturday night, midnight to six in here? You're like, all right, cool. And they're like, all right, here's the mic button. Here's some music and make sure you don't have dead air and never miss commercials. See you later. My point is we didn't get any training on anything. I <laughs> essentially spent 20 years of my life getting paid to kind of be an a-hole on the radio, right? And, um, and now I'm out. I get popped for the last time. I have a kid and I'm like, I can't move around. So I think it's one of those things that and all radio guys, Chris, I'm telling you. Um, start watching the trades. A radio guy gets fired and six months go by, that dude's going to have a podcast, <laughs> if not an online radio station. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that's just the way it goes. And that's why we're going to, and I think it's a good thing. And trust me, I think it's a good thing for radio guys. Um, I think uh, that's the thing. I've 20 years I've been doing it now. And again, a lot of that time has been me going, blah, 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 here's Taylor Swift. And so that doesn't really, and, and, so podcasting has been a tough transition for me to some extent because, you know, it's always keep it going fast, fast, get to the record and they'll say, well, get to the commercials and keep it tight. And so, um, so it's me kind of tweaking that skill set. And I think you'll see a lot of radio guys doing that. And I think it's good for podcasting and I think it's good for radio burnouts too. <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm going to have to work on cutting you off and not letting you start into some yes. commercial pitch just other, yeah. almost like a trip right. back to Dom. And by the way, Chris, I don't know if you've had your eyes done, but LASIK is really, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so yeah, and that's the thing is, and I, it's hard for me because we um, on the wave files uh, do our interviews um, over Skype and there's three of us and it's, um, I know JD hates me for it and it's probably an, uh, annoying to the audience too, but I jump in so quick because to me, you know, some space on the radio is the worst thing you could ever have. So I'm always right. talking over people and let me apologize to you and to JD <laughs> ahead of time because that's going to happen a lot probably. Well, see, that's where I have the luxury, I guess, of uh, in JD's uh, support, I guess, to just edit you out, right? That's a, Right, <laughs> right, right. This isn't live to air, right? So we can... Right. <laughs> well, the other thing is we're doing call recorder. So we're using call recorder and essentially we end up with three tracks and we go mm. to produce it. So I, maybe I do edit JD out. Uh, you better be <laughs> it's, listening. It's possible. Okay. So I, back I, up. I, I don't actually, I don't listen to our podcast. I can't listen to myself. <laughs> hey, right. go, I'm with uh, you. Uh, what, uh, waiting for Brady to, you know, <laughs> jump whatever Randy's on. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, wait, uh, yeah. That's pretty much me the whole show. So so we can cut me out and it's fine. Yeah. I just come in for the end and we say, go, Thank you. I've got Good night. A <laughs> so backing up just a bit before we get into some of the stuff you're talking about, give me the elevator pitch for the Wave Files podcast and, and what it, it is for folks who aren't familiar with it yet. Go, Brady. Okay, good. I was trying to wait, dude. I was trying to uh, <laughs> That so was a whole you, that was a whole second there almost of I'm trying. I really, I'm going to start turning my mic off. I mean, this is the stuff Brady's, you know, that's where he makes the big bucks. I can do the elevator speech. JD brings the Grammy. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how it works. Um, Which, and here's the thing. Our podcast is about film. So a Grammy means absolutely nothing. <laughs> what is, who cares? Nothing. Dude, I, dude, hey, trust me. Um, so here's the Wave Files podcast is a podcast that focuses on pro sound 
for video. So whether you're an indie filmmaker looking to improve the sound, whether, um, you know, maybe you're, and when we say indie, we mean no budget cats to 500, you know, million dollar projects. Somebody on Kickstarter can easily go out and, you know, round up a hundred thousand bucks. And then now all of a sudden we're talking about a budget. We're talking about licensing music. So we're only five episodes in. Um, we've talked to a music supervisor, a writer, director, a boom mic guy. And so every week we're going to try to talk to somebody from, um, you know, the, the indie film industry that works with sound and hopefully the audience and especially me, hopefully we'll learn something along the way. We talk, same thing you do, Chris, tips, tricks, mm -hmm. gear, and industry stories. And that's our goal. Yeah, and it's uh, it's an interesting area to be in. I know I, I dabble in video in a very very low budget sense. Uh, well, these days it's basically taking videos of my kids, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, having fun with video, Final Cut, etc. And and audio is always the. Oh, you don't use a lav mic. You don't use a lav mic on your kids. <laughs> well, not on the four month old, but on on my three year old and the six year old or five year old. I I keep them mic'd up all day just for yeah, just in case dude. you never know grandma yeah needs to hear that stuff so you know you know sometimes i think when you talk about uh, what part of the industry we're in and and i guess when you're talking about picking um the subject of our show sometimes i wonder if we over committed to the sound i think if you listen to the podcast our goal is going to be while we're always going to try to come back around to the sound angle I think our goal is to talk about industry and what it takes to succeed in the industry. Um, Setiquette is something, you know, how do you work with other cats, what to expect. Um, so we want it to be a learning process. And I think certainly because JD has uh, a ton of experience, um, you know, behind a mixer board with an engineer in front of the mic, behind the mic, and because I've been in radio so long, um, which brings, I feel like I can bring some of that uh, fundraising, gen, you know, angle um, a little bit more. I think sounds the natural angle for us. So, um, and I, I don't, I hear a lot of DIY indie film type podcasts, um, but I haven't really heard anything about sound and it's so important. You know, you'll, if you mess with indie films and, and video and stuff, you'll hear people all the time say uh, sound is maybe 70% of your project. Mm -hmm. And I hear a lot of people going, hey, here's how you make a tripod at home. Here's how you make a dolly. And I love that stuff. And it's great. And I watch it all the time. Um, but I don't hear enough about audio. So we're trying to, you know, see if. Uh, Fill the void. Yeah. Thank you, J.D. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am listening to you, Brady. I, <laughs> I, I'm not always I'm not always keeping up or, you know. Not yeah. nodding off for a second, but <laughs> there I, I'll, I'll hit the post there at the end. Dude, that was genius. <laughs> and so you guys have, uh, as far as one of the topics I guess I like to talk about is is picking guests and finding guests. So um, with between the two of you, I guess, in your experience and your career uh, outside of podcasting, which is now, like you said, five episodes deep, but uh, in your day jobs, you have connections to folks to sort of bring, draw out. Right. And, and what's JD, why don't will you, you take this at first and guess what? Yeah. JD, why don't you start off and then guess yeah. what? I'll run my mouth and Chris can edit it out as much <laughs> as he wants. Cause I did a podcast before that oh, okay. I really think I have some good tips on too. So JD, go ahead if you want. Uh, uh, yes. I mean, for our guests so far, really, I've just reached out to friends of mine or people that I've worked with mm -hmm. and, uh, 
that's been, you know, like my friend Rick Clark, who I've known for, you know, 10 or 12 years. Uh, he's a music supervisor based out of Nashville. And then um, I'm trying to remember who else we had. Oh, Barry Battles is a film director. He directed a movie called The Baytown Outlaws. And I met Barry because uh, I uh, initially was... was supposed to be part of the composing team and uh, we ended up not being able to and then I ended up playing a dead body on the floor of the set um, <laughs> so I mean really it's just you know it's just people I know and so far I haven't been able to round up any people that we don't know yet but we will very soon because I've almost exhausted all the people that because I mean the thing about my friends is you know the people I know and have worked with they're busy guys and you know nailing one of them down to uh, be on the show is, you know, mm-hmm. difficult. So, um, you know, and it's not like they're, you know, working nine to fives. They tend to work, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. Cause you said the one buddy of yours is working on Iron Man three. Yeah. One, one guy's on Iron Man three. The other guy, I finally got a hold of him today and he was like, Oh yeah. Call me back in four weeks. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. Uh, that's great. I'm scoring uh, Star Wars. Yeah, he's, you know, I mean, he's a guy that mixes, you know, every other movie you've ever seen. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get really the the pros to be on here because, you know, just, you know, everybody started somewhere. So, you know, having them just give advice, you know, give tips, just ideas of you know how they work you know oh. it's always it's great to for anybody to hear yeah professionals was, or or you know indie filmmakers whichever yeah i always sort of compare it to like comic books where it's like everyone loves the origin stories of batman and superman and that's where we always keep coming back to they keep re- rebooting those series or whatever because it's just <laughs> everyone loves the origin story we all know how batman was created but let's watch it again and you know, right. different take on it or whatever. And I think that's, that's just something people are always drawn to. And that's, I mean, that's why I'm doing this show too, is a bit of sort of that angle, I guess, of how'd you get started? What'd you do? Um, so Brady, you wanted to jump in with yeah. some of your podcasts. Yeah. Scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, here's, so, uh, years ago, um, I was working in Knoxville and I was just spinning records is what they called it on a radio station. I records. wanted to do talk. I want, yeah, I know. They, but, um, I wanted to do talk. And so that they had an AM station in the building. This was literally in a house outside of Knoxville. So I was on the AAA station. They had a talk station, a little AM. And I said, I wanted to do talk. They said, we'll give you an hour. And this was right in the middle of the poker boom. Right. So back in the middle of the 2000s, um, the, and poker was getting big, but they're, cause it's Knoxville and it's weird and Southern and Bible-y down there. There's no, uh, casinos around. So I'm like, I want to learn poker. I want to do this radio thing. So I'll start a poker podcast. So I started a poker podcast and all these professional poker players at the time, um, you know, we're having, because it was the boom, they had books out, they had websites, they were dealing games, they were, you know, doing the shows. So here's, I really think that if podcasters take that step out, I was just emailing them. Now I did have a little bit of a leg up because I was on a terrestrial radio station. So I could go, Hey, I'm on 1640 AM in Knoxville. Or really what I would do is I'd go, I'm on KZLA in Knoxville. 
Um, I do a poker show. Will you interview me? And here's the thing. Once you can crack that nut and get a decent uh, guest or two, to me, that takes a big step in legitimizing your podcast. You know what I mean? So once you can get somebody good. So in this, on this poker podcast, I had a lot of World Series of Champions. Um, I had a lot of good players. Now, names that right now may not be as big, but um, so I think it, if you just email people, um, I think, you know, just step out there, get your little email ready and get it ready, like kind of like a template, have your elevator pitch. If you do it, I think people are willing and probably a lot more willing than the average podcaster, uh, you know, gives them credit for. Yeah, and that's what I've been impressed with. I do a couple of their shows with, you know, interviewing folks more in the say, tech geek side of things. And it's you always think like, oh, no, there's no way that X, Y, or Z person is going to actually want to talk to me about this. I'd have this podcast that my mom listens to or whatever. And yeah, they're, it's always, right. yeah, they're happy to talk about it because they want, they like to pitch their thing. And, and yeah, not only, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's always a great way to do it. Here's the other thing. Try stuff like hit up the webmaster. You know, if you want to interview, I'm trying to think who would, you know, whatever, Billy Bob Thornton. I don't go to Billy Bob Thornton and go contact and yeah, Billy Bob, you know, go to his webmaster. And it was somebody like that. You're going to go kind of skirt around and go try to find an agency or something. Yeah. Um, but, but shoot it. I guess you think you can get, reach out to him, be patient, you know, be professional because that's the other thing. Be professional because, you know, they are going to come on and they're give you that opportunity. And if you act crazy, you know, that could, you know, they're at risk to some extent. So mm-hmm. be professional, take shots. And I think people will really be surprised, um, you know, what they can get. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I have to say, yeah, I think you mentioned Billy Bob in, is, are you working on a project with him or something, J.D.? Did I see that? Or is it here? JD's Billy, roommates Billy, with him, right? Isn't that Billy and I <laughs> Billy and I have a band. We uh we are partners in a band called the Boxmasters. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> this is that's funny. That's uh this is a weird I was sorry, up in I uh, I know you referenced Canada and before we start recording, I should ask you about this because in Canada, anyways, <laughs> Billy Bob's a bit notorious for a little interview he did with a guy up here. Anyways. JD, tell that story. <laughs> Are you? I don't want to get you in trouble or like get whatever, break any confidence no, no, no. or whatever. So don't. Um, here, here's the thing. Well, wait, wait, There's... wait. Can I tell? Can I tell the lead up story? Like, or Chris, tell the story. What's out there? And then maybe JD, because he was there that day, could give his perspective. <laughs> I don't want to. Not that I, I don't know. I'm like, okay, now you two fight. <laughs> I don't know why I did that because I want to hear this story. <laughs> Look, JD and I have known each other since eighth grade. So when we see each other, we want to talk about, oh, remember when you used to get a boner in math or whatever? You know, I don't want to sit around and go, J.D., tell me about Kanye West. J.D., tell me about... So this is a great opportunity for me to hear some stories. That, Brady you know. actually fed me a bunch of questions, uh, J.D., before. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I understand. I thought we were... He was... I thought we were only notorious in Toronto. I didn't... Oh, right. The Canadian <laughs> Broadcast Company. I yeah, forget. Yeah. No, it's, it's one of those things where... It's, uh, I mean, we rarely as Canadians are, are fairly, you know, even keel, don't get too up, uptight one way or the other, but then somebody offends one of us and then we get really uptight about it or whatever. And so, yeah, Gian so Gameshi is a host of a radio show in Canada called Q, fairly popular among certain folks, I guess. I, I enjoy it usually, but then, yeah, out of nowhere, all of a sudden there's this 
did you hear about the Billy Bob Thornton interview on Q? And I didn't actually see it live or anything or hear it or whatever. And, uh, but of course, yeah, with YouTube and social media, et cetera, it's spread around and just was one of those, uh, awkward interviews, but so somebody, <laughs> so I'm on Facebook and some ex-girlfriend that we knew back in the days, like, Hey, did you see JD's on TMZ? <laughs> So I go to the front page of TMZ, or maybe it was Perez Hilton. I think it was Perez Hilton. Here's why I know I think it was Perez Hilton, because somebody's like, JD's on TMZ. I'm like, awesome, let's go see it. And there's Billy Bob Thornton. There's like a circle around his head, and JD and Mike's faces are scratched out. (laughs) You know, like, you know how they do that? Just super insulting. Like, is that what we're really, I mean, is that, we're not calling that journalism. What is that? You're just going to, it's the weirdest thing. Sounds like something yeah. a radio guy would do. All right. Here, the quick version-ish. Uh, this is, first, yeah, this is totally the off first topic thing from he our did, show, so it's no The first video. thing he did was uh, was insult our country before, you know, before we uh, were actually introduced. And then he, um, w- there was a teleprompter that was set up, and it said, Welcome to the show. We have Academy Award winning filmmaker Billy Bob Thornton uh, as our guest today, along with his band, the Boxmasters. And Billy uh, talked to the producer and said, Hey, you know, I'd appreciate it if you would just introduce us as the Boxmasters, get that done. And then you can, you know, just ask me questions about everything you want to ask, but just do me the favor and introduce us as a band first. Producer said, yeah, great, no problem. So then the host guy sits down, reads the teleprompter, and, um, you know, Billy was offended that, you know, they didn't honor his request, so he decided he wasn't going to do the interview. Uh, the bad part about it was that he didn't tell the rest of us that he wasn't going to do the interview because <laughs> it was, you know, during the interview. And oh. so... So Awkward. You know, we weren't we weren't quite sure what to do. And um, you know, honestly, we should have just got up and left. Um man, that's a weird or, spot. You know, and uh so was it the producer's you know, so, fault, do we think? Or do uh, you think or he was a uh, trust me, I spent well years here's the being thing, here's the thing on the radio. So it, it trust I mean, me. And, and also, you know, there's there's other screenshots we've seen. Where, you know, the guy's, you know, typing to the host during the interview that says, hey, this is great radio, keep it going, but if it melts down, you know, we've got a Neil Young interview queued up. Dude, you guys, look, you're making me feel guilty for being a radio guy. And so, so then, (laughs) you know, then the stuff I did all the time, you know, so then we, you know, we played, played in Toronto and then all the newspapers say stuff like we got booed off the stage and stuff like that, where... Which, I guess, those people weren't at the show because there was no getting booed off the stage. We played our you know thirty-five minute set. And Did that affect your got, record you know, sales positively? Stand. Yeah, we had you know <laughs> I'll bet it like did. a four thousand percent increase in sales like that over the next you know few days. So yeah, you know there was that good stuff. But everyone you know thought Billy was on drugs <laughs> and you know yeah. fun stuff like that. And that was, you know, also earlier in the morning, we gotten yelled at because we weren't smoking inside the rectangle outside the building. Uh, the, uh, the 
we asked, you know, we asked for like some water or some coffee and the, uh, people told us that there was a coffee shop on the first floor that we could go down to. It was like, Oh, well, <laughs> no, we're not going to, you know, leave the studio. So it's the C CBC is a horribly depressing place <laughs> you, it, when you walk into it. It's it's kind of like being in Soviet Russia, I think. It's like these guys, you know, they have their job and they are, you know, it's like they can't leave. You know, they're, you know, stuck doing that job till they die. That's there's <laughs> no place for them to go. And again, you're I'm making sorry. me feel. You're making me I've, feel bad. I, I'm I I feel bad for them because these guys, you know, the engineer at the station was. You know, the, I mean, we have some burnout, crusty sons of guns in the music business and the film business they have nothing on this guy that was you know <laughs> engineering his show so wow poor wow. dude i mean he probably jumped off that bridge in saskatoon <laughs> chris was talking about earlier <laughs> chris was this a really big deal like what did, what was your take on it like oh this is funny I, this is yeah way off the the path that i was thinking we were going here but it's interesting um which actually i mean it brings up the discussion i guess of in trying to pull it back to podcasting here but the idea of uh you know a guest that you've scheduled with and you're doing and things don't go <laughs> quite as planned and, and for most podcasters it's not live like this isn't live to air so if jd gets really mad at me because i'm canadian <laughs> bring that up and uh yeah. and or whatever i can just not put it out there and we don't nobody is the wiser or whatever but no i think in uh it was a well, big the, big yeah, deal in so, canada but i mean we i'm like you know thousands of miles away from kilometers in Canada, but miles in the States <laughs> away from Toronto. And, and it, you know, it does ripple out, but it's definitely not the, I can't remember. Was there, I seem to remember there like a tour that was going to happen, but got canceled. And it was kind of like a, okay, is this because of this interview or is people sick or something? I don't. Yeah. I, don't no, I mean, I, honestly, we got, really like, matter, but. we got, we got to Montreal. Um, cause we'd done, we did two nights in Toronto and, that was on the second day and we got to Montreal the next morning and like, you know, we have a six guy band and I think three of our guys had the flu. Mm. So, you know, of course it, you know, looks like it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> we ran them out. Yeah. We just got scared and we were, you know, and here we, we'd been waiting to play Montreal because Billy had told us, you know, about, cause he'd shot a bunch of movies up there. And we were so excited to get to Montreal because we'd heard about a lot of uh, entertaining things um, that happened there. And <laughs> we'll say so I was, I, was, I was really excited about getting there. And so we, I actually sat down for lunch and got the call. It's like, oh, we got to go because, you know, all these dudes are sick. So we're going <laughs> to... We're going to head on to, uh, I think it was like Rhode Island or something, some place where we were going to mm -hmm. rejoin the tour in a, like we, we skipped Montreal and, um, one other stop in Canada. And it's like, all right, fine. We'll take two days off and, you know, yeah. go, go to the Mecca of Rhode Island <laughs> or wherever it was. I don't even know. And run, run in fear from wow. the Canadian army. Yeah, that was exactly. <laughs> Dude, exactly. JD, was it surreal? Like sitting in a hotel, reading, <laughs> reading all this weird stuff that you know, you know that's I been mean, mediaized, if you will. I, I honestly, I don't remember seeing it because 
once we got to the hotel and, and, uh, you know, first off we, you know, that, that radio show was in the morning and then we went from there and probably got a couple hours of sleep, went and did sound check, played our show, got on the bus and drove all night to Montreal. So, you know, and slept, whatever. So woke up the next day and maybe the next days when we heard like what happened. Uh, but I can't remember. Dude, as you know, a, actually again, hearing as it, a, I, I know I'm pretty sure I didn't hear anything before the show as to, you know, oh, these everybody's going nuts, you know, it's, it's on story. CNN. It's a story. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's, you know, we would have just been like, well, you know. F that guy. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those things, too, where online creates this big, like, uh, megaphone, amplifies things, when in reality it's kind of like the people coming to the show are, are either aware of the band and would go anyways. It's not like you so deeply offended Canada <laughs> by, right. by not agreeing, like, not cooperating, so to speak, or with the interview. And, uh, yeah, it's just, well, that's funny. Well, and, and that's listen from a lazy radio guy you get a bit like that something happens you run with that for like you know that becomes the theme <laughs> of your station for the next three days you know what i mean like and 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 same thing like perez hilton he's just looking for anything any kind of you know what i mean so mm. like you said that was a great way to put it the the megaphone that is, and listen, being on the radio, people love to hear people fighting. Um, when I was on, I was, I was on in Lincoln, we would do this a lot. We would do this in Knoxville a lot too. me and my buddy. We'd go, <clears throat> all right, so Matt, in like 15 minutes, you should call up and say something crazy. He'd go, yeah, what do you think? Well, what if we call up and say, we don't think that you should be able to hang your kid's art up in an office because your kid sucks at art. Oh, yeah, that'd be funny. Call up. So then 15 minutes later, he would call from the office and he would say that. And it would be 30 minutes of people calling to yell at this guy. And people <laughs> love just, you know what I mean? So yeah. if you can all of a sudden now we have Billy Bob Thornton in a thing as somebody who most of the time we see the guy, he's just cool as dude. He's on top of Halle Berry. He's just cool <laughs> as can be in these massive movies. So um, to see any sort of awkwardness. You know, you know, people, that's just like, oh, what is it? Uh, blood to uh, vampires type. Blood to sharks maybe is the better. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but let me say this. I don't care. I love Canada. Never been there, but uh, <laughs> not that I'm parting with you, JD. I'm on your side. No, let's, let's have a fight uh, here. That's, that's good for content. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> See, no, my, my, only, my only battles with Canada now these days <laughs> are because – you guys actually support your arts. And so, um, you know, America's not going to have any bands or, you know, actors here in a generation or so because they aren't being trained. You know, right. there's no outlet for, you know, there's no music classes. There's no, you know, drama classes anymore in, you know, school. So, you know, pretty soon all of our, uh, you know, stars will just be Justin Bieber clones. <laughs> we get a bunch of them already, dude. Somebody said this, Chris, let me tell you, let me ask you what you think about this. Somebody said, why are Canadians so popular in the United States? You know, why do we find Jim Carrey and we could go on for days about all the funny Canadians here. Mm -hmm. And they said, because they do British humor with an English accent, if you, an American accent, that sounds so rude. You know what I mean? So it's not that weird <laughs> British accent that we have a chip on our shoulder about. And I thought, oh, 
What do you think? Is that a good? <laughs> that you could probably be. don't want to claim British humor, I guess. Oh no! Well, we I enjoy my I enjoy British humor, right? I guess, but uh, no, I think I think there's some validity to it. It's like it's different, but it's not so different. You know, it's, right? Yeah, so right. it's a safe uh, different, I guess. Right, controllable. Right. <laughs> and not ridiculous accent, right? That ridiculous British accent. I mean, come on. Are you kings and queens still? Really? Let's, aren't we over that? My apologies <laughs> to any British listener who have not. No, I mean, on. I love no. Britain, but just the, hey, trust me, the last thing anybody should be talking about is me and anybody's voice. Listen to this, Billy. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> Send me, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening and you have follow up questions about if you're Canadian and you have some anger, you need to vent to JD and. You can send me an email. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass it along. Or questions, Fantastic. further questions. Um, Jean Gameshi, <laughs> if you're listening, I'll happily have you on to hear your <laughs> Although it has nothing yeah. to do with the, the, the uh, point of this show. That's a funny little rabbit trail. It's, it's good to have. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird story, man. <laughs> well, it's funny. I look at the, I read through your bio and stuff, and it just didn't. I mean, it, it's been a few years, I guess, and so it didn't even click that. Well, so that, and then, so JD's worked on this new Billy Bob feature, um, Jane Mansfield's car. And so he was down there for that. That was in Atlanta, Billy Bob Thornton, um, Kevin Bacon, Robert Duvall. I mean, some heavy hitters. This is, you know, just one of those classic movies that Billy Bob Thornton's going to be involved with. It's going to have an awesome cast and it's going to be great. Um, I think in the trailer, Robert Duvall's on acid out in the um, woods, swinging around a shotgun. With John Hurt. With John Hurt. So, so JD was on that set, did some audio, right? There was you, something with the audio there, JD, right? I don't I, know what I, official titles are. I am the music editor. <clears throat> but to me, again, it, it legitimizes some of the stuff that we do say. Now, we're going to say a lot of ridiculousness on the podcast, as you would imagine if you're still listening. But <laughs> but if we haven't ruined Chris's show for this episode, but um, I do think we do have some actual knowledge you know, as far as music goes. And, and hopefully, again, if you can wade through all this, you might pick up some things or two. And that's kind of the goal. So maybe bring it to back to podcasting side of it. What what do you guys bring as far as your, in your audio career, radio career, um, and as far as advice maybe to somebody who is looking to get into podcasting, whether they're, you know, uh, going to be hopefully having an audience of 10 or tens of hundreds or whatever. Right. Um, you know, they've got the computer already, let's assume some sort of Mac or whatever they have. Um, where do you recommend folks start? Like if I've got 200 bucks, let's say, what's, let me, uh, what do I throw JD, Let me start, JD, I'll take this and then you get into the technical stuff of how somebody's going to spend that 200 bucks. My okay. thing would be get to putting content out there. Don't, don't gear up and spend a bunch of, <clears throat> spend a bunch of time preparing shows and doing all this stuff, you're going to put episode one out there and nobody's going to be around. I mean, you know what I mean? Unless you have a name, unless you're, I mean, anybody, look, Joe Rogan, and I love his podcast a lot. Um, and, and so Joe Rogan's on podcasts like 360. That dude was on TV, obviously the UFC stuff. I mean, uh, he's, he was on a sitcom back in, I don't know, the eighties or something. What news radio nineties yeah. and, um, with a Canadian, right? Yeah. Uh, one Foley. of the dudes with kids. And, yeah. Dave Foley, yeah. who was also did that poker show, which is weird. Um, <laughs> 
But um, so my point is get to pumping out content and it's about hours on the air. There's a book called Outliers, Hours on the Air, Hours on the Mic. There's a book called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. It's a great one. He says that you have to do something essentially for 10,000 hours to be an expert. Um, So start pumping out content and every, you know, 15 minutes of a podcast that you do is 15 minutes into that. Um, so, so my point is with that 200 bucks, you're on a great start. To me, you need a lot less than that outside of when we get into hosting and where you put your podcast. But if you're really on a no budget, there's obviously online places, SoundCloud and stuff like that. So my thing is start putting out content because you're not going to stop at 200 bucks. Why wait till you get there or don't get too caught up in the weeds of, how you're spending your money in those 200 bucks. To me, it's a rush to start putting out content and then listening to that content back, making it better, improve your editing, improve your mixing, improve your sound quality is obviously going to be a lot technical, but uh, it's also about time on that digital editing, uh, digital editing workstation. It's about um, drumming up those guests and talking to those guests and and being professional. So, uh, my suggestion is go put out content. JD, what are we doing with that 200 bucks? Uh, that's a good See question. How corny, because I don't. How that sounded? I can't stop it. I mean, that <laughs> sounded like the world's corniest segue, but JD, <laughs> just go to JD. JD, how do you spend that 200 bucks? You got to I'll just check in seconds. with JD for the weather. Yeah. And we'll... Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sounded, I apologize. Well, guys, yes. it's cloudy as hell here. <laughs> and uh, um, so, how do you cold. spend that 200 bucks? Well, Honestly, I don't. I wouldn't spend that much. I would get a USB mic. Uh, I know there's a lot of different options. It's better to get one where you can actually hear yourself on it, just because it's uh, kind of strange to sit here with headphones on and not be able to hear your own voice, which is what I do right now. Um, so stuff like the blue snowball we've tried, but I had a little problem with uh, the connection being a bit janky um but i know there's a lot of different you know mics they're made for podcasting they're just usb mics you plug them right in the computer um you can also get like um a pro tools inbox which are pretty cheap uh i don't know or maybe not the actual avid one but m audio has five million different boxes that are all you know a bunch of them are under 200 bucks and then just get a microphone and you plug it in there and you know, set it up in your system. Honestly, um, but honest, there's, you know, there's so many, there's just so many microphones you can, you know, get. And it's like, I'm using a, uh, you know, like a hundred dollar Octava mic right now, just cause it was what it was laying around and I could plug it in. Honestly, uh, if it's me, I take that 200 bucks and spend it on a decent logo. Maybe somebody to just sketch out a design because if you can get audio going in, Basically everything else, if you're really worried about money, you can do for free um, hosting, all that stuff. You, you know, you're going to blog yourself. You're going to put it on Facebook or whatever. So spend that money on things that maybe you aren't super interested in or aren't great at. If you can do logos, then spend more of that money on a mic. But the other thing you need to remember is because we're all over the Internet, I don't know what format your uh, podcast is coming out in, Chris, but I mean, I think we do 96K. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're not doing a Kanye West Rolling Stones super album, super group We're not all album. Grammy winners here. Right, right, yeah. right. But I mean, so I think people... Oh, that's why it sounds so bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that people get over over-concerned 
with the technicals until you start getting into interviews. That's when uh, uh, equipment really can become a headache. Well, you just, you really want to make sure you get it recorded. That's the right. thing. <laughs> right. I, I mean, whatever it is, I mean, using either, you know, it's like I've got call recorder, I've got garage band that I use, you know, as well. You know, it's, they're real simple, you know, and they're just things. It's like, okay, 20 bucks for call recorder, garage band came with the Mac. So, you know, but I, I run both of them at the same time when we're doing one, just because I want to make sure in case one program, you know, dies, that I've got a backup and it's the only way I can think of right now to where I'm running two recordings at the same time, just, yeah. just in case. So that's the most important thing to me is, are you recording it? Is it, is it actually being digitized and is it distorted? As long as it's, you know, as long as it's audible, you know, and maybe you can EQ it a little bit, but mainly just make sure you get it, make sure it's, you know, listenable and then put it up. Or the other thing, Chris, you said, you know, you got the guy at the beginning with the intro. I mean, you know, maybe drop a hundred bucks on a voice guy, voice gal, and you can get it way cheaper than that. Have them cut you a page of liners that you can produce on down the road, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's where I'd, if I had 200 bucks. Yeah, actually, on that note, I'm just going to do a quick little sponsor break. I'm trying this out. Nice. That's a good segue. Hey, from... Nice. Was that okay? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please. So bear with me a few minutes here. The uh, As you mentioned, the intros that I have on this show uh, for Show Me Your Mic are actually done by a buddy of mine who's in audio and post-production voiceover work, similar, I guess, to something that JD does. Oh, no, you're not a, you don't do on-air stuff necessarily. You're doing no, no, mixing. That's actually, that's actually Brady's. I do. Brady's yes, I do oh, some right. of that. There I do some, But I'm not as good as your guy. Let's just go ahead and say that. Well, anyways, you can, uh, his name is T-Bone actually, and he was in radio and he's now doing audio production, post-production, that kind of stuff. You can visit his website at thesoundlounge.ca. You can hear some of samples of his work. And then, like I said, intros and outros of this show are done by him as well. So um, my thanks to T-Bone and Sound Lounge for sponsoring this episode of Show Me Your Mic. And and can I say, Chris, Mm -hmm. can I tag onto that? Say, use T-Bone, use Sound Lounge, because don't do that cheap. That's something that can really make you sound good. And don't just go on Fiverr and have somebody record <laughs> something. Spend spend a couple bucks, have somebody do it so that, you know, because my if you start listening to a podcast and it, how long are you going to give a brand new podcast? Unless you're in love with the guest or the host already, mm-hmm. you're going to give them, I'm going to give you maybe seven minutes. But realistically, and again, this coming from a radio guy, you need to have them quick and early. And if you show up with an open like you have, I think um, legit, you're like, okay, this guy put some thought into it. He's not a complete, you know what I mean? Um, so I say uh, I say thumbs up to T-Bone. Give that guy some, some let's props. Go, yeah, some give that props. guy some props and let's go get him a steak. There we go. <laughs> and there, and sound guys aren't. Um, I don't know, but you, you could certainly for a hundred bucks, Tebow read you a page, probably. I would guess. I don't know. I guess what Canadian dollars or whatever. But yeah. I think again, like we were talking about with guests, sound voiceovers are a lot more affordable than most podcasters probably think. Yeah, for sure. And it definitely, yeah, it sets a tone, like you said, for yeah. the show right away. And that's uh, certainly what I'd recommend folks doing um a bit about uh so you mentioned call recorder that you're using and and things like that and it's interesting to me that um like jd you were saying being in audio professionally that 
you would use stuff that in the podcasting world is from you know because I'm I'm coming from it not in a not from the professional audio angle obviously I'm an amateur I'm a hack and don't know what I'm doing with this knobs and dials and stuff but I'm trying to like emulate the pros pro audio guys but yet you're using the yeah cheaper gear I, and I stuff mean, and not I'm not like yeah yeah I'm so, using a yeah I'm using a, a Digidesign 002 rack interface and that's you know that's the mic pre that's got my microphone going into it and it's like I've been meaning to you know get out the uh, you know get out my proper good stuff but you know most of the most of that stuff's at the studio so it's like oh I have to drag that and you know it's stuff's heavy and then I have to <laughs> then I have to wire it up yeah <laughs> you know it's like you know you know I'm doing this at home in a you know like a six six by eight room off my kitchen and honestly if i have too much stuff in here it'll make it feel like work and i'm you know yeah that's that's uh, i think i was I, I don't have i don't have time to you know yeah really really fight through all the the stuff to make myself sound good in here it's like as long as brady talks fast <laughs> and we sound kind of clean yeah and and we get you know great guests who know what they're talking about. I right. think that's that's what we need. So, well, like Brady said, content. I think it's yeah. yeah, the content is what really drives the show because I, I could be spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a great audio, but if you guys walk out and there's no content, <laughs> <laughs> right? There's nothing. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't really matter what I'm doing here. So, well, yeah, that's why I think so many people get hung up. You know, and they delay, oh, I need a really good mic or I need this, that, and the other. You, What you need is good content, whether that's guests or information or whatever you're doing. I think the focus focus needs to be there. And I think that's where radio guys get caught up in the, hey, how does my voice sound? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right, let's do a podcast. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think they forget because, look, there are a ton of podcasts out there that are incredible jam-packed with information. You learn a ton. You, it, they're interesting and they eat up the hours at the job that sucks the soul out of my body. Um, and <laughs> and I, I don't think, I just don't think it's about, about equipment. You know yeah. what I mean? Until you start getting several people in a room, then you're, you know, unless you're putting somebody with a guitar, uh, you know, somebody's really producing music. I mean, not that big of a deal except for the voice guy and the production. Yeah. You know, so maybe for you, Brady, coming from radio, and I don't know how again what your background is in terms of doing the interview stuff, but advice, I guess, for you're doing that now, anyways, for sure, with your current podcast. But advice for prep for folks again, amateur hacks like me coming to an interview. Um, and I think, yeah, advice that people might not realize or recognize. Listen, I, I think you do a wonderful job. And I know for some reason that sounds like I'm brown nosing or you really do. I think um, what you do well is um, and what's hard to get to is you really come across like you're just having a conversation. And to me, that's where especially podcasting needs to be. Um, and I think that that's what people like about podcasting because it's not the screaming and yelling matches that radio can be. And again, I don't know what it's like up there, but down here it's just loud voice guys between loud songs between, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not trying to sound like a weak old man, but I think when we're talking about business and production and all this stuff, trying, you know, um, so you do a great job of being conversational 
Um, and I think that's important. So if you're a new interviewer, uh, think about conversations. Over prep is my second bit of advice. Um, prep overboard. Uh, try to find out what you can. You don't want to get caught off. It, it helps with follow-up questions. Um, I was on the air. I, I was. I was on the air a lot. I did mornings in several markets. No, you know, Kansas City being the biggest. And that's not, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I was, I did a lot of on-air interviews and with a lot of different types of people, because you'd have comedians, you'd have bands, you'd have, you know, city officials, all that kind of junk. So do as much as you can to over-prepare. When we did a four-hour radio show, we would say, you know, ideally you would prep for another six hours. Now, that never happened unless you consider getting drunk at night, prep. But um, <laughs> Some people but, do. Yeah, I did. And that's why I'm a podcaster now, not a radio guy. So over-prep, um, try to be conversational and, and don't go too long. I remember one of the very first interviews I did was with, uh, Jerry Springer. He, th- I was in Manhattan at the Manhattan at the time. I was a country station, Jerry Springer. Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how I would get interviews. That's how I got him. I called the talent agency and said, yeah, I'm in Manhattan. They don't know there's a thousand radio stations in Manhattan. So Jerry Springer comes on. This is my first morning show. I'm like, all right, drive time. You talk a lot. So I break into this Jerry Springer interview and I interview him. This is going on for like 20 minutes. Now, the interview probably should have lasted about three and a half. (laughs) So it's gone on 14 minutes too long. And I'm like, oh, this is a morning show. Wacky Jerry Springer questions. Played like two of his songs like an idiot. And at some point he finally goes, some dead air. And he goes, "Uh, well, it's been great talking to you. This is all live. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, okay, cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, cool, Jerry. I mean, the dude was super nice. So I guess my point (laughs) is there, when you run out of questions, if the guest is bad, uh, you do it politely, do it whatever. um, And just, you know, you don't want it to go on too long because it gets weird. And I think the audience can, you know, pick up on that. So keep it short, over prep and uh, converse. And if you have... If you can find a really uh, uncomfortable story about them, <laughs> yeah, I'm and uh, especially you know, especially if they're you know, uh, you know, we're offending <laughs> we're a, we're a, a whole nation of people. You know, <laughs> right. you should bring that up. Right? <laughs> they love it, um, dude. I'm sorry if I, I don't know why I, Chris brought that up. I don't. I can't be blamed for that. I might have egged it on, but that's he, what I'm uh, saying. He he did his prep, Brady. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> completely didn't. I, Totally missed the, what, you know, again. Well, it's a weird thing because how much do you want to go like, oh, JD, band guy, and, and you know, I kind of want JD, this is going to sound weird, not a colloquialism. I want JD to blow his own horn. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to go, oh, JD's got a Grammy and put that way out front and, hey, Billy Bob Thornton and the band and the Boxmasters and whatever, whatever, you know, um, and he's, you know, obviously we the guy's name comes up or whatever. So I'm not trying to, you know, and again, because we've gone so far back, it's hard for me to, you know, s- just lather on the, uh, oh, JD's <laughs> got a Grammy all day because that's just weird because my ego doesn't it's, like it. It's, it's, not, it's not necessary. But <laughs> as we move along yes, in our, our podcasting land, yes. we won't need to do that because everyone will already know because we'll be insanely famous well, for I, <laughs> sitting around talking. Well, the, here's the thing. I do listen to um, The Champs, and um, the guy that started the Chappelle show with Dave Chappelle, Neil Brennan, he's a comedian. Um, and so Chappelle's name comes up all the time, and it's kind of weird for them. A great podcast, but 
I don't even know where this be conversational. It's going to sound like the worst edit. Be conversational. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, that That's where I was me. supposed to just cut you off gracefully and yeah, say, yeah, uh, I don't well, have any more it's questions. been uh, good talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. So every time I see Jerry Springer, my I sweat a little. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, with uh, with regards to a bit of marketing your podcast, and you alluded to like you know getting someone to graphic design, say a logo or whatever. What's uh, uh, what avenues and and mediums have you found to work really well for getting word out about your podcast and maybe stuff that you haven't? I know before we started recording, we chatted a bit about Google Plus and sort of the. I don't. I know in my world, my day job is web design and marketing, and in that world, Google Plus is seen as kind of this, either a, a ghost town, like don't go there, it's a waste of time. Let's make fun of Google for doing it. You know, stick to Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> and then there's another world where it's kind of like, well, for me, anyways. Like, I mean, that's how you guys found me for for one example. Anyways, well, like, for me, for me, Chris, Google Plus is a lot less pictures of food and ex girlfriends. <laughs> With their memes. I mean, you know, I went on Facebook to see how ugly my ex-girlfriends were. And I was kind of disappointed when they weren't. And their husbands were all super beefy. Like, where did all these muscle dudes? But so Facebook, to me, Google Plus has a lot to offer that Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. It's almost, to me, like the best of the three combined. Now, you're right. There's not a lot of action there. But I think if you work at it, you can find such a better community mm-hmm. than you can on Facebook. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like um, I feel like that's where it's most effective. And I think as that continues to work for people and as people continue to test it out, because to me, Facebook isn't, um, you don't go on there and go, oh man, teriyaki gave me the runs today. And then your aunt's <laughs> like, oh, you should take a modium. You know, it's not, it's not about that. It's, hey, you know, let me go find out podcasting. Oh, here's Chris and I'll listen to him and I learn some stuff and I'm, you know, um, and then I can kind of reach out to, oh, here's my podcasting circles because of how you can organize everybody and you can go, hey, to my circles only, what's the best USB mic out there and get higher quality interaction. Mm-hmm. Not that your aunt telling you get ammonium for your teriyaki runs is bad interaction, <laughs> but I think, um, I think it's, uh, more efficient social media. Now, not necessarily though, let me say, sorry to be on a rant here again, dude, sorry, but, um, but it's not the most effective way to market your podcast unless, you know, I think, um, and that, of course, is content dependent, but I think mm-hmm. Facebook's a wider, better way to go there. I think Twitter's huge, especially with, um, look, when we're talking about people, an audience that listens to podcasts, they're going to be a little closer to that absolute leading edge of technology. So that's where I think Twitter's a little more effective. If you're trying to sell applesauce or whatever, something retail or whatever to the general public, I don't think necessarily Twitter's the most efi- efficient use of your time or money, but... I do think if we're trying to reach out to podcast fans, we ran a bunch of ads on Facebook. We targeted um, um, people that said, you know, I just put in a bunch of keywords. We narrowed down our range some um, and and got a bunch of Facebook fans. I'm waiting to see if those people will turn into listeners. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. Uh, just because they like us. Just mm-hmm. because they like us on Facebook, have they ignored the stream? Did they unfriend us? You know, um, so I think the great thing about it is now there are 
serious digital metrics that we can analyze to figure out. Because when you're talking about a guy starting, you said 200 bucks, I spent, I, sp- I really think I spent less than 50 bucks and ended up with um, 100 likes on Facebook at 50 cents a pop, essentially. Yeah. Which is, that's an interesting idea. And I think a lot of podcasters, I guess it depends what your aim is, your goal is with the podcast. And, you know, you, you don't have to be too much of a, uh, not what's the word, not selfish, but like ego driven guy to podcaster to want to have your audience grow. Cause I mean, that, that, why else would you be doing it unless you, you can just send your mom an MP3 if you, that's really what you're in for. I think. But, I'll take one too. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just gonna, um, no, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. And at the end of the day, a lot of us are looking to make money, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that we're going to be able to do that. We're so young. It's so new. We don't know what it'll develop, but I think, um, you know, if you're going to do something like this and you're passionate about it and you think it's going to be around for a while, why not consider that as a possible step? And, and you know, if you really do have valuable information that you're trying to share with the world, why not expose it to as many people, you know, as you can? And I think the bigger your audience and your community gets, the easier it is to create content because they will kind of guide that. You know, after a few, you know, as you get into it, people will start going, hey, we want this guest. Hey, um, you know, we have this question about DAWs. So you do a question and answer show. Um, so I think that, I mean, yeah, like you said, that's why we're doing this. The audience is important. Um, do you feel, do you find that uh, lacking in terms of the, because right, you don't do it, you're not streaming live at all when you record, right? You're doing it. Right, um, right. So yeah. coming from the radio world, I guess you know, as a career, and then stepping into oh. podcasting, where you're kind of just talking to your computer, you know, and your get like and JD and a guest, obviously. No, it's brutal. It is brutal. It's hard to get up for sometimes, you know, because that's the thing. When like I'm still on the air here, just part time, right? So when you turn on that microphone, you know, there are whatever number of people listening at that time, and if I blow it, everybody hears it, and you. You know, um, especially out of the gate, it's tough to ramp up and it's tough um, to get going. Um, But again, what is the other option? You know what I mean? It's just part of it. And to me, I find find caffeine helps. Well, to me, I think it's (laughs) good because even JD and I, our first episode, trust me, our fifth episode was better than our first. Um, So you're probably going to be happy after 100 episodes that your audience was small for episode one. True. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, um, So you have to grow. And I also think that when I turn on the mic here, it's just a bunch of random people. Some are shopping for Crocs or whatever they're wearing. Some people are (laughs) driving to work. You know what I mean? So, but, But as you build this podcast, you build a community around you. And I think, Chris, I love what you're doing. And I think you're sharing... Um, invaluable information. I think um, I'm passionate about podcasting and I love the fact that you're doing this podcast. And I think there's a real benefit to people of all um, uh, experience levels for what you're doing. And you are going to build a community. And, you know, I've, I've listened to, I listened, I listened to the guy and I forget his name and I apologize, but he was a designer and I don't design, I do not design at all, but I love talking about podcasts and I love what you guys talked about and I listened to it and I felt like I learned some stuff business wise and, you know, from his designer's mind and, yeah. and so 
Let me give Chris some props. Does it sound like I'm brown nosing again? I swear I'm not trying. To. I'll take all I can get. It's good. That's. I swear I don't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's that is. Uh, I mean, it's one of the real. I know I've talked about this in the previous episodes too. Of like, you do all this prep, put out this podcast, and you're gonna shoot to the top of the iTunes charts and you know Tim Cook from Apple is going to call you and say congratulations on the new podcast right, right. and and then you go look at your stats if you have some sort of stats I use for anybody curious you know I, I think you guys use Libsyn as well if I'm not mistaken yeah yeah we use Libsyn as our host yeah, yeah. you know and you you see 30 downloads and yeah no <laughs> which, it's brutal yeah coming again depends on your perspective like if you're but, but let me say this. So, um, we ran some ads on Facebook and so, you know, our numbers are like that under a hundred per episode. And, um, so you look at that and you're like, man, I sure wish more people were listening. And then we got one guy interacting, asking us a question on Facebook and that took it all away. I'm like, dude, yes, let me help you. Mm-hmm. You know, he asked us a question about equipment or whatever it was. And he said he was going to start podcasting. And I was so happy. And maybe he's the only guy listening. And, you know, he's not. My mom's out there as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably not GD. 50 times. But yeah. Uh, they'd <laughs> have to listen on dial up still. So, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that um, it is, it's a, it's a grind. It really is. But I think, <laughs> unlike radio, that's the thing. Radio guys get handed an audience, right? You yeah. go turn on a radio. It's millions of dollars. And so we get this ego built up. And that's why all these radio guys go start online radio stations because they're like, look at how fabulous I was on the air. Everybody loved me. But here, this is a true community that you're building. And I know I'm probably sounding cliche with that. But you're not getting, oh, why are you talking about podcasting every day? Trust me, when I was on the radio, somebody was always complaining about the topic, no matter what. You just couldn't believe. Here, people come because they're passionate about Chris and they think they like his personality. They like his interview style. And, you know, um, and it uh, it is a community. And I think um, it's almost a cult, Chris. (laughs) So when you start talking about shaving heads, I'm going to start getting a little concerned. Um, But what I'm saying is, it's a smaller audience often, but to me, it's a more rewarding audience. Mm-hmm. If that, except for the fact that I'm not getting paid. <laughs> There's that little fact, but yeah, yeah, that'll that, come. That hurts. But there is money there. Look, when I was doing the poker show, uh, the poker podcast, it was revenue generating. It um, was in the black, not by much, but it was paying <laughs> for the hosting. It was paying for some of that stuff. You know, um, it was paying it. I got paid. Uh, I got a sponsor to pay for a trip to go to a poker contest, a uh, poker tournament and interview a bunch of people. And that was great. You know, yeah. did it, did I, did I, I didn't pay my rent certainly, um, off of it, but you know, mm-hmm. it paid for a bunch of beers and my hosting. <laughs> so, so I think I think it's there. And again, you don't have to have a million listeners, 100,000 listeners. I think if you bring, um, you know, a solid niche, you know, I think it's reasonable to say after we get more episodes under our belt, we go to a mic- microphone manufacturer, you know, somebody that's selling mic stands, Amazon, um, the stuff you can do with them. You know, you put a, you can sign up for the affiliate and you get a little taste. You put the banner on your website. You've probably talked about this ad nauseum, but you sign up, you put the banner on your site, you know, and I put my gear list on there. Here's what Brady uses. And again, because we're audio guys that maybe people care, I don't know. But so here's my gear list and that link when I put my AKG 
a Perception 420 microphone on there. I put the link to Amazon. You don't have to buy it. If you do, great. We get a little, you know, two cents off of it. But there's all the information and all the specs on this equipment. Um, you know, so when when you put your gear list out there, there, I think there are ways. I think there are ways. And that's another thing that get in on it early so that you can handle it, you know, professionally if you don't have that experience. You're in the marketing world, Chris, so you know how this stuff works a little bit <laughs> more, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you're a little bit a little bit more familiar with media buying and, you know, there there's a sweet spot of how big of a of a sponsor am I going to try to get? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I certainly talked with, uh, you know, over the last few years anyways and in, in various podcasters and I help produce other podcasts and stuff. And uh yeah, it's it varies and it all depends on your niche, like you said, like for you guys you're in a gear focused industry that it's very easy to eventually it's very easy to say, Hey, you know, throw an add on for whatever the Mackie mixer that you use or whatever gear you're on. Right. And it's not so right. And same thing similarly with this show. I mean, that's not, not hiding anything. That's part of the, the interest for me is having a, a focused niche that allows me to get a good sponsor that would want to, pitch to other podcasters so someone like you know, road or whatever you know that yeah yeah we'll see it. so i think i've always thought like you know um doing something where you go oh here's a podcast in a box because every time you do a podcast it seems like people are like oh i want to do that but i don't know how it's and what's what all is involved so you could sell them a package where okay you sign up for this podcast in a box i'll sign you up for lisbon for WordPress, for hosting, I'll get your domain. I'll send you an inbox mini. I'll send you a microphone. Here it all is. And, um, and I thought about doing that. And then I woke up the next morning and was like, why would I do that? <laughs> but I think there, there might be, you know, um, the because support I do calls that. would be. Yeah. 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 But I yeah. mean, I think no, I you're right. You and I, th you know, you're, you're in a sweet spot and there's certainly possibilities with what you do. So, uh, as a way of, of wrapping up, not to not to say that the guest is, is bad, I just have run out of well, questions. Well, it's been great talking to you. Jenny on the weather and the traffic. Um, <laughs> the, uh, one question I'd like to ask guests is, uh, and I, I forgot to maybe prep you on this, but um, podcasts that you like to listen to, other podcasts, either big name shows that you love or something that isn't getting heard maybe in, besides your own, obviously you've, We'll throw links. And so right, while right. you're thinking about that, um, for anybody who's listening, and maybe you found this in iTunes or wherever, ssktn.com is where you can find this podcast. I do a couple other shows on there. So if you look for Show Me Your Mic, the little logo on the homepage there is episode five. You can find all the links to stuff we've talked about, uh, videos and web pages and gear and stuff that we've mentioned, all linked up there. You can check out the Wave Files podcast gear list as well. Buy some gear from them <laughs> and uh, give them a couple pennies. I need a nickel. And uh, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, so podcasts that you like. What uh, What are some of the ones you guys listen to? JD, I uh, I listen to. Here's the thing. Of course, going yeah. for the big one with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, and also the do-it-yourself recording equipment podcast, um, where they talk about stuff that I don't understand about building equipment. But I honestly, I only have started listening to podcasts in the last couple of weeks since we started doing our show because I really didn't even know that all of these things existed because usually I'm, you know, if I'm not working, you know, 80 or 100 hours a week, I'm, you know, sitting watching sports on TV. And so now this is 
become a whole new world. Um, finding all these different shows, it's like really kind of eye opening. And <laughs> right, I uh, you know, I'm kind of I'm addicted now. <laughs> I really I'm trying to find all these other different ones to listen to. And uh, it's, your, uh, you know, as I take my little kid for walks, I have a have an earbud in my ear listening to somebody yammer on about something. <laughs> In your uh, in your day job with you know the various folks you you know going up to Billy Bob Thornton, but also just the variety of folks you interact with, is podcasting like a you know when I tell people I do podcasts, I get the like the what like as if you know, I spend all all day playing World of Warcraft or something in my basement <laughs> kind of look. Often is it seen that way in your world too, or is it kind of you know in the audio? Uh, you know what I mean? I, I honestly I don't know. I mean, there's not. No, there's not much talk about it yeah. and um hopefully you know hopefully i can start one for the band because i don't know how many you know bands can actually you know pull off how many do it or try to do you know like a weekly podcast where you know it's uh you know they can sit there and talk about what's going on with them play music have guests you know and do it on the level of you know possibly that we could do it and so that was kind of the you know my interest in you know helping brady with the wave files is i had the idea it's like well if i figure out how to do this one maybe then i (laughs) I can leave him and leave him on his own and do my own yeah 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 i get it is this our breakup yeah (laughs) on uh, on your show chris here let's fight it's it's (laughs) all you know no it's all part of the you know let's take over the world via podcasting but honestly I I really didn't know so much let me, about it. Okay. A friend of mine, I, I just found out a friend of mine the other day. It's like, oh, have you listened to uh, some other singer songwriter that we like? And she has a podcast, and she's done a bunch of them. And um, I'd never heard it. So I, you know, it's like that's the first time I've actually ever had anyone else talk about podcasts with me in Dude, Los Angeles. But I guys, know you guys are so behind out there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's because we have sunshine and we're, yeah. we're, you know, right outside. I've, I've okay, got listen. seven feet of Hanging snow out outside beach, my man. front door. So I'm, that's, I got <laughs> No, you don't, do you really? <laughs> oh yeah. No, honestly, it's about oh, six feet high God. right now. What? <laughs> Dude, we got, we got 10 inches in Kansas city and I thought it was the apocalypse. No, you'd be, yeah. I mean, um, no so listen, anyway. I love podcasts and I'm probably going to go on Jag. So stop me, do the Jerry Springer whenever you want. Um, <laughs> But there are so many out there. It's amazing. But this, the Joe Rogan podcast, I love. It's three hours long. He does like three a week. And I listen to every minute almost of them. Um, and then he's got a whole crew that has a bunch of podcasts. Um, Brian Callen, who was in both of the Hangovers, he's an actor. He's super cool. He's, and a bunch of these guys are stand-up comedians. And it works great for them. That's right where podcasting is now. Stand-up comedians are doing these all day because it's a way to promote, you know, where else you're hearing stand-up comedians, you know, how else do you get a name? It used to be you go on Carson or whatever, make that appearance, and then you ride on that or, you know, um, but Brian Callen, I love his podcast. Um, Here, let me scroll. Jay Moore has an awesome podcast. I didn't really, I don't know, I just wasn't a huge Jay Moore fan until I started listening. Um, I listen to Script Notes. It's about screenwriting. 
and uh, it's uh, Craig Megan, uh, Craig Mason, and John August. And uh, I think they do a great job of mixing the conversation in with a ton of great information. Um, that post show I've just recently started listening to. Obviously, the TED Talks. I, there are so many TED Talks. Um, I guess that's kind of a podcast, right? I mean, yeah. I, 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 you know, um, NYC's Radio Lab. Have you have you guys heard that one at all? Yep. NYC's Radio Lab. It's incredible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, they just, the the thing is their production value is unlike almost anything I've heard. And that's where I think it's not just two dudes talking. It's, and when I trust me, that's what we do. I don't think it's bad, but it's amazing how they kind of do like audio documentaries kind of theme. I don't know. How would you describe it, Chris? Help me yeah. Out. Well, that's, that's similar to like NPR. Um, oh, I'm blanking now. What's the guy? The fill the air here uh, yeah i don't uh npr you lost me at npr yeah. all things considered no i i love npr don't get me, the champs listen to the champs right i like that a lot it's uh i'm a fan of that. comedians it just works well duncan trussell um and here's the other thing chris i'd like to hear where you're at on podcasting networks in the Joe Rogan atmosphere, there's the uh, death squad. And so this, you know, they all kind of work together and I don't know how it works. There are a few podcast networks out there. Where do you, uh, where do you come down on podcast networks? Yeah, well, actually that's an interesting discussion because we, uh, in the, and again, this is the fun of the internet where there's these sort of silos, you know, uh, well, I talked about it with on episode one of this show with, uh, Dave, uh, Man, it must be the hour at night, or maybe I didn't have a <laughs> it's snow, man. Your brain is the frozen. snow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dave McFarlane. The uh, yeah, there's there is sort of these silos where you know you can be a king in one and completely unknown in the next sort of area of the internet. But um, in my world, the tech kind of geek world, I guess the there's the big popular one is Five by Five TV, is uh, sort of yeah. uh, podcast network. There's Twit, Leo Laporte is a yeah, big, that's a big one, big yeah. guy in the net, network network. And another uh, episode three, I think, of this show I did with Mike Hurley, who had a podcast network uh, based in the UK. I know you probably didn't listen because you don't like the accents, but the uh, <laughs> the uh, he actually was just sort of merged or bought out or whatever by Five by Five, and wow. it did prompt sort of a bit of this discussion of okay, do you do your own show and promote it on your own, or do you become a part of a bigger network? And I think my thing on it, my take on it is going back to what you were saying about community is I want to be a part of something bigger. And if I need to work with other people to get that community bigger then uh, by all means. And uh, yeah, I agree, man. I think, I think that, um, yeah, I think, uh, sharing resources, interviews, uh, <coughs> excuse me, all sorts of stuff. I think it's a good thing for podcasters. I mean, what are you worried about? Oh my God, I'm going to have 10 million listeners per episode and he's only going to have a thousand. Why do I, you know what I mean? Then what? You know what I mean? I think um, it's a situation where that's a problem you want to have. Yeah. Right? That's a situation you want to have. And why not make it easier for podcast fans that might be in your orbit, so to speak, um, you know, that might be interested? Uh, Why not? Why not put them together? I, I'm surprised we don't see more of them because the ones that you just listed, I mean, we just came up with three very popular ones, yeah. you know, that, that are doing well. I mean, you probably know more, much more than I do, but the Leo Laporte stuff, that's huge. Yeah. Right? And I mean, now he's an on-air guy, right? He's on in L.A. 
Um, yeah, he brought his audience with him. But he's been doing but, it for years. Yeah, yeah, creating content. And so I think I love the idea of a network, and I would encourage podcasters to – uh, now, what am I? Who am I talking to now? What is a conversation? And now, just talk to the audience. Sorry, <laughs> dude. Um, I would encourage if I had a podcaster that was willing to listen to me yammer on, I would say <laughs> consider a network. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, exactly. That's uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to that's a the interview or the discussion I guess I had with a couple other podcasters about that is on another show I do called Too Lazy to Blog. A little cross promotion nice. here and uh, just talking about that. Um, so in wrapping up too, what's, uh, what apps do you use to listen to podcasts these days? I'm using Downcast. Um, I don't know if it's good or bad. I would love <laughs> to hear what you're using. I use uh, Downcast and I use the iTunes or the podcast that, that Apple does. Um, what are you using? What should I be using, Chris? Oh, no, that's, I mean, you're pro- primarily listening on the go, like on your iPad. Yeah, iPhone, at whatever. work. You know, so I'll load these up, listen on my drive, yeah. and it works. So it's easy, it's convenient. Do you have a iPhone app that you're that you're into or that people like? Yeah, I like uh, Instacast, but it's a similar idea. I think it's there's Downcast is one I've heard of a lot as far as the other interviews I've done this, you know, the previous shows, and then Instacast are the two main ones. There seems to be a universal either love or hate of the Apple Podcast app, so it's kind of a Right. I, I mean, you know, but it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah. Right, right. But if, uh, if I'm missing out, let me know. I mean, Downcast yeah. <laughs> seems to work. It seems it doesn't seem to update the feeds automatically like I wish I would. Not a big deal. You go on the thing and you Yeah. You, it, it, I don't know if you have those problems. I don't know. No. Uh, I mean, how about you, JD? What are you Uh, I've just been using the Apple one. I've been sitting here um punching up all the uh like all the podcasts you guys are talking about. It's like, that's why I sit here in silence because I'm sitting here on my phone going, okay, well, let me look up that. Let me look up that. Uh, let me throw one I'll more. Try to find that. Network. Well, here's what I say. Search. Use the search function too. Just yeah. don't go to the iTunes chart. There's so much good stuff. These shows probably aren't huge. And the great thing about it is I'll take a podcast. I'll listen to it. I'll go through their back episodes, look for something. I mean, if, if you just don't, dig on the show you don't dig on the show there's no commitment there it doesn't cost anything and you just yeah. never know what you're going to find so i have no problem just loading up my ipod with a bunch of stuff i've never heard and and jamming through them depending on you know what mood i'm in you know what i mean yeah. you listen to brady oh. do you listen to the joel osteen one a lot Dude, probably I, <laughs> no um i used to he's the uh preacher you know who he is chris yeah i know the he's name. yeah he's, he's got the he's, he's got rocking. the whitest the whitest teeth in the world here's the other thing if he's so close to God, maybe God would tell him to do something about the mullet. I mean, um, maybe pray for a haircut. Uh, I, I like Joel Osteen's message quite a bit. Well, once you've heard it a couple times and he really gets like, he's really like pushing books all the time. Um, but look, that's the thing. Well, if you're in a positive mood, do you want to hear something, Joel? Didn't he buy like the Houston Astrodome? Yes. That's his I mean, church? He, what are you doing, man? So, he, needs slapped, he needs slapped around a bit. Yeah, I don't but he's doing something right. <laughs> a smart <laughs> passive income. If you're talking about a business angle, people making money off of um, off of the internet through their blog and through that sort of stuff. The guy's big into SEO and and eBooks and do all that stuff. Which I think, uh, again, if you're doing a podcast, I think an eBook is a great way when you start talking about trying to make money. Smart passive income. I don't have any connection to the guy, but I listened to an yeah, episode I've today. Across too. Right? I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. Cool. 
Let me throw one more at you that you might be interested in if you're at all sort of the discussions of, I think this new media realm is one on, it's another network called Mule Radio, M-U-L-E, and a show called The New Disruptors uh, with Glenn Fleischman. Anyways, he interviews folks sort of, kind of in a much smarter way than I would, <laughs> I'm capable of doing <laughs> on the whole, you know, podcasts and other stuff, technology stuff, but making money and uh things like that anyways it's a really interesting podcast as well so i'll throw that one out there um i'm subscribed there you go <laughs> yeah all set i need some I will, we need uh, to have like some sort of affiliate network for podcasts so we can make some money off each other <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, so i i'd be willing dude <laughs> kick it up you're in the marketing go <laughs> uh where can folks uh actually in wrapping up this time i know i said that yeah. twice now i think but oh, um no in wrapping up where can folks find you follow you stalk you online dude let me say i apologize i don't know how much editing you're gonna do you probably <laughs> oh, no, won't your family for a week <laughs> if you were gonna edit this mess but um we're dude here's the other thing it always feels weird for me to go on and give all the stuff we always do web address and all that but if you found the podcast you can probably you know but here's our web address and this is a weird one because uh, that didn't really I just meant when I was doing my own podcast. Now I'm going to promote thewavefiles.com is our URL. There's a WordPress blog there. There's the RSS feed. Uh, Facebook, obviously, we're on there. We're on Twitter at, uh, let's see, at Wave Files Podcast. And I wanted to say it's W-A-V because that's the extension. Now, obviously, podcasters are listening. They know, but I feel like, you yeah, uh, W-A-V because of the, uh, and now I, I'm thinking that title might've been a mistake because everybody, you know, wave with an E that doesn't make any sense. What's that have to do with audio, dude? You know what I mean? Really, I really forgot the dot. It's dot There's no dot. Files. Here's the thing. There's a dot. No, there isn't a dot. You don't go, Hey dude, send me that, uh, dot word file. You say, send me the document, send me the dot word doc. file. You don't dot say, doc. send me the dot MP3. But it says, hey, it says it at the end of the file. Come on. Fight, you don't say, fight, hey, fight. email me the MP3. <laughs> email me listen, dot MP3. Listen here. I'm not taking this. <laughs> it's okay. a dot. Okay. We call it dot wave files in the See? industry. That's why you didn't get along with Canadians. They're laid back and cool. You're LA uh, uptight. So, JD, where, can, where should folks uh, stalk you and, and send their complaints about uh, wave files? Yeah. They should send them to uh, Brady Goodman at uh, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, um, at Boxmaster JD. That's me. On right. Twitter. Uh, on the Twitter. And my and Twitter. Why would you I, I, Honestly, it's like, yeah, I mean, and I don't, you know, check the Brady does the messages on the other stuff. And he forwards when he says, he says, hey, do you want to um, actually pop your head in here and, you know, answer this guy's question, you know, or do you want to be an the rest of your life. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. So if you go to our website, the wave files, no E, but although I have the other URL, um, you can find us there. Google it. We'd love to have you give us an ear. The Barry Battles um, episode we really liked. He's the guy that essentially came from nothing, made a short, and ended up making a feature length uh, movie that's on uh, on iTunes now called the Baytown Outlaws, and we love. I found it at Redbox last weekend. Oh, nice! So we love that episode. I'm at the Brady G, I think, on Twitter and um, Wave Files podcast. Awesome. Was it, did I did I hit it all? I think so. Probably got it all. Yeah, yeah. And find me on Google Plus. I need some people. It's like a ghost town over there. <laughs> Who's using that thing? What is going on? Why am I the only one here? <laughs> 
Um, Chris, it's been an honor. Let me say it again. It sounds like Brown knows it, and I don't care. Um, dude, I love what you're doing, and I think you're uh, you're doing a good job. And and uh, and uh, I, th- I know that um, I appreciate it as a podcast listener and as a podcaster and as just somebody a fan of this new media. I'm certainly excited to see where this is all going to go in the future. I mean, the thing is, we just got to get over the hump of ease of use. I think once we get that figured out, and it's happening daily. Um, with apps and phones and everything, and people are getting smarter about it. I think the ease of use, people still love radio because, you know, they have to, they're driving to work, they set down their Taco Bell and then reach up and push the button and find a different station. Um, but I think once we get over that hump, <coughs> podcasting really, there's a, there's a big future ahead of it in my humble idiot opinion. And um, I think if you're considering it start now, and uh, build that audience, and um, you know, if you build it, they will come. And cliche. So thank you, Chris. It was an honor. All we right. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Chris. So my thanks to JD Andrew and Brady Goodman of the Wave Files Podcast for joining me on Show Me Your Mic. You can find, like I said, all the links and things we discussed on SSKTN.com. Thanks for listening. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm iChris. Follow SSKTN on Twitter at SSKTN. Facebook.com slash SSKTN. I'm on Google+. Plus. I think it's that's the problem with Google Plus. There's URLs yeah. are just like all over the place. So just you got to search if you're on there. Uh, that's the one thing I guess Google is good at. And uh, be sure to check out SSKTN.com for other shows like I mentioned. Welcome to the Internet is a show I do interviews with, with random tech folks and Too Lazy to Blog, sort of a discussion show. And then Lost in Lemon is a show I actually do with my brother-in-law who's over in Australia running a business. And I'm over here in Canada in the snow running a business. And so we complain about the weather and talk about stuff uh thanks for listening and have a great day thanks for listening to show me your mic on the sskTN podcast network follow along on twitter at sskTN or like us on facebook.com slash sskTN be sure to visit sskTN.com for interviews with other podcasters as well as learn about other shows we produce such as welcome to the internet too lazy to blog and lost in lemon you